0: Well, it's been two weeks since the last episode of Comedy Killed the Video Star. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host. My name is Matthew Shadorn. So Comedy Killed the Video Star is the podcast where I bring on a guest every other week, and we discuss the music videos that we love, hate, love to hate, or just baffle us. Every episode, the three videos are connected by a loose theme. And boy, do I have a corker of a show for you today i am joined by the very strange and hilarious simone belshaw and we are going to talk about the canadian boy bands of her youth and today's theme is bro canada the canadian boy bands of the late aughts and early 90s Uh, that is why i thought i'd start today's show with a bit of canadian flavor the bare naked ladies. One week. Apologies to Scott Offerman for stealing his bit. But yeah, it's a weird look into Canadian pop culture at the turn of the millennium, and it's something that I, you know, I I was completely unaware of, despite living in America uh, during this period. In fact, living in Seattle, which is quite close to Canada at the time. I guess it still is. But Canada is such a weird place growing up in america it's a point of fascination because it's like they're like americans but they're not americans now living in great britain it's also very more confusing i feel like i'm i'm further away from understanding Canadians, now that I've seen, you know, I've seen it from the American side and from the British side, and I don't. I don't know that I understand Canada any better than I did. But they are a whole nother nation of individuals with a rich cultural heritage, which today we are going to explore. Things like banana milkshakes, things like the tragically hip, Uh, Things like the Junior Awards, all these sorts of things. So grab your Tim Hortons coffee and enjoy the show. So the the three videos we have today, they're great. Uh, If you want to watch the videos, I feel like I didn't see this. I don't say this enough in earlier episodes. But if you want to watch the videos, the links are in the description of the episode. So you can just click on those and you can watch them on YouTube. So I would recommend watching them now and then uh, having a kind of general understanding of the videos as we talk about them. But you don't need to. You can always uh, watch them at any point during the show or after. The links are always there for you. And if you end up deleting this episode, you can go to qedcomedylab.com. That's our website. And you can look at the links there. The videos are already embedded. But anyways, if you can, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get the, the podcast it really helps and tell a friend get a podcast buddy that you can discuss this this episode with because you're going to want to discuss the strange things that you've seen or had described to you here you're going to want to do that and what else if you have anything you want to share please send it to comedy the at gmail.com and also i'd like to give a shout out to original music by the original sarah mann so with no further ado, let's get into our discussion with Simone. Bye. Please welcome to the show comedian, writer and rat dad Simone Belshaw. Simone, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, um yeah, I'm good, you know, surviving, not really thriving, but you know, <laughs> right. we're all in this situation apart so
0: (laughs) we're definitely not in it together
1: no no one's in this together but
0: you you're you're living your best quarantine life in london i imagine yeah
1: i'm currently living with my as i refer to him my uh, my current boyfriend that's (laughs) funny
0: everybody else calls him your your future ex-boyfriend but yeah yeah.
1: i just i i like to keep it positive you know current boyfriend boyfriend for now and uh he went for a bike ride on christmas with some of his friends and one of his friends got COVID. So he's been in South ISO <laughs> in the same flat for the past six or seven days, which has been fun. A really fun way to spend New Year's Eve is to be in the same flat as your partner, but not be able to actually be anywhere near them.
0: <laughs> wow. That's a bummer.
1: <laughs> yeah. So New Year's
0: Eve, you just knock on the wall. You're just like, Happy New Year. <laughs> Hi.
1: Happy New Year. Yeah, same. Okay. okay. Good night. Oh. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go back to binge watching reality TV now.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go watch the Real Housewives of New York for the 14th time. Bye. Bye. The Real Housewives are my best friends and my only friends at this point. (laughs) I know how you
0: feel. I feel the same way about the crew of the USS Enterprise. But Simone, we're not here to talk about our depressing lives. We're here to talk about great art are something. Oh, we know.
1: are. Absolutely. And I'm <laughs> so excited to be bringing these three music videos to you because yeah. they're all great.
0: <laughs> I, I love them. I thought they were, they were great picks. I, at the risk of being slightly racist, I know that you are Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I asked you to, if you could give me some insight into Canadian music videos, because it is yep. a... It's an area that I feel like I have a blind spot and you very much opened my eyes to some very fine acts from the Great White North. So talk to me about like so these are these are also all from about the same year. It's like two thousand yeah,
1: two thousand. I think the Prozac one's from nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. For me, this is a very formative time for my music appreciation. You know, <laughs> sure. I, uh,
0: So so, yeah, I was gonna say like, take us back to young Simone Belshaw. She's what, like 10, 12,
1: 10 10 years old, 10 10 years old old,
0: on the, on the empty plains of Saskatoon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in Kamloops. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that's right. uh, Five hours outside of Vancouver. I don't know, the shithole. (laughs) We were meth capital for like, a good year. (laughs) Who
0: took your title?
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure Prince George did.
0: Bastards. Oh, bastards.
1: Yeah, it's oh, good man. to, you know, it's nice to keep the competition fresh. And Kamloops is, I believe, the self proclaimed tournament capital of Canada. I don't know how. Wait, what is. tournament? I know. I was like, <laughs> what tournaments are we hosting here? Like,
0: <laughs> they're the tournament capital. It sounds like Ka- Kamloops got depressed one day and just went down to the trophy store and bought themselves a trophy. <laughs> like, we're chance.
1: <laughs> we're the tournament. Uh, don't you mean like competition or like I don't know? No, tournaments, Tournament, Typically, yeah. No, we made it to the finals. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> finals only.
0: <laughs> so, you're there in Kamloops, it's it's 2000, it's 1999, 2000, on the, on the cusp mm-hmm. of a new millennium.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I just sort of started to get like develop my own musical taste. Um, I was right, very into the Spice Girls, like mm-hmm. it was a bit of a Problem to the point where my parents were like, "You get ten minutes a day where you can talk about the Spice Girls, and that's it. You have to like, because this is becoming obsessive. Because all I'd want to do is talk about the Spice Girls, and then you know, I was ten, so it was mainly just like me repeating who my favorite ones were and why, why I thought they were the greatest band of all time. Uh-huh. Um, so I started to kind of like, and I was also you know like. When you're kind of 10 and 11, you're sort of in that preteen sort of year where you're sort of starting to like, you know, fancy people and it's all very confusing, but it hasn't gone to that like major peak confusing, angry puberty point. Right. (laughs) So I would be like, oh, I really like boy bands because like, you know, they're, they're full of boys. (laughs) There's boys in them, yeah. (laughs) There's boys in them. But I'd also be like, but boys are gross. So... I don't like it was a very confusing time basically. So I'd secretly listen to a lot of like boy bands.
0: Oh secretly.
1: Oh yeah, very secretly. And I'd mm. be like, No, I only like the Spice Girls and the Spice Girls Alone.
0: Yeah. Did you, did you feel like, you were like, yeah, I'm into that girl power. And then did you feel like a, a traitor to your sex? Yeah, by I, felt like...
1: Like a, I felt like a very bad feminist.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no band more feminist than the Spice Girls.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they were peak feminism. I yeah. don't think feminism got much better after then. I don't think there's been any particular movement that has made it better for women since then. So I mean, yeah. nothing I mean, think of off the top of my head anyway.
0: <laughs> I mean, look at it. There's like Spice Girls come out mid-90s. 25 years later, there's a female vice president in America. I mean, it's a straight line.
1: It's a straight line. There's no, there's no in-between points that got us mm-hmm. to that point. You know what? The Spice Girls ran so Camilla could walk. Exactly. Wait. What? Is it no the Spice Girls walk so Camilla could run? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know how those things work.
0: It's just, yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so you got into your boy band obsession. You went your boy band phase. Yes. Were these your favorite boy bands? we're gonna talk about today or
1: soul decision i was very into the lead singer okay me and my friend my good friend amanda ham shout out amanda shout out to amanda both confessed our love for him there's another music video which i couldn't find unfortunately called "Ooh, it's kind of crazy in which he's wearing a sleeveless shirt and i'm Fairly certain he's wearing fake nipples because they were <laughs> so pointy, and we were like, "His nipples!" Ah! <laughs> it was like mind blowing at that age, and very confusing, very, right. very, very confusing. So I loved Soul Decision. I really liked the song from B Four Get Down. No right. idea what it was about. Oh, Thought man. it was about dancing. We'll get to it, but it's not. <laughs> definitely not about dancing i did i really liked the backstreet boys but they were the one that i was like vehemently against liking so i'd make a big stink Mm -hmm. about how much i didn't like them and how i thought they were horrible and then i'd take my brother's cds and like listen to them on a volume so low that no (laughs) one could hear it and i was like yeah they're so they're so cute too
0: (laughs) so you, you like backstreet boys were too mainstream for you yeah. Yeah. You were into those kind of like uh, those indie boy bands. That yeah. Yeah. Like people yeah. didn't really know about.
1: And there was the uh, the Moffats, which were like Canada's answer to Hanson.
0: <laughs> a question that did not need an answer. And
1: a question that, let's be honest, <laughs> did not need an answer, yeah. um, but we gave one, and they were successful exclusively in Canada, <laughs> like a few of the ones we're gonna you know, yeah today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They've got a shelf full of Juno Awards. Oh, for sure.
1: For sure. They've got so many Junos, man. Their Junos are stacking up. And they were one that also, like, came out as, like, this boy band who was very, like I said, very handsome, very, like, high voices, singing about girls, you know, and then had a comeback where they were, like, edgy. (laughs) They cut all their long hair off. And now they were like, I like women now. And it was... (laughs) You know, the classic turnaround. Right.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I uh, was not familiar with any of these bands, really. So I did a, a, a bit of research on them. I can't really speak as eloquently as you with true <laughs> love in your heart for these bands.
1: <laughs> the purest
0: love. I know. So let's, uh, I don't know, let's talk about the videos. So the first one is Faded by Soul Decision. They drink thirst this is from 2000 so you mentioned that the other band Ooh, it's kind of crazy the other song rather Ooh, yeah. it's kind of crazy and this is a thing that i love it when musicians do this which is the, the music video starts with a snippet of the previous hit mm-hmm. did you notice that like they're playing it's like somewhere on the radio someone's playing Ooh, yeah. it's kind of crazy yeah and this is a thing that i think is, is absolute hubris in bands where they're like hey you like this last hit get ready to be blown away by the <laughs> <laughs> this shit's gonna blow your mind like it's like you love that one here's something new If, if you thought
1: that was a good hit wait for this one yeah I and just, to be I honest think i think they some... delivered on that
0: <laughs> this was a number one hit in canada this yeah. did win some Juno awards
1: yes it did
0: so the the video it's this department building and we're seeing like different snippets of people's lives in the apartment building
1: yeah which isn't like a totally new mind-blowing concept no but what i find interesting about it is none of these are actual homes
0: right (laughs) they're
1: just like what i would call a spacious studio in london which is also a closet yeah (laughs) more or less they're all in a bunch of different colored closets
0: yeah let's to check out yeah we start out with like a woman putting on makeup and in a Mm -hmm. bathroom it's like okay but like the other thing is you don't really get, it's not like we're getting vignettes into their life. Yeah. Because you, you you whip pan away so fast from every window. Yeah. That I have no idea what's going on with any of these people.
1: It, it's a real, like, you can see what the idea was. Right. But I think the execution was... Um... Lacking? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think ambitious is the right word. No,
0: like there's better videos. I think there's a massive attack video Mm -hmm. by Michel Gondry that that does this basically the same concept really well. Yeah. Because those are both very talented artists, so... (laughs) the quality is oh wait
1: are you saying that soul decision is not massively talented i'm gonna say maybe not
0: (laughs) i'm gonna say maybe they weren't destined for greatness and uh, (sighs) lasting fame and i just i feel like the whole video does seem to uh, reveal a lack of originality in the band
1: (laughs) yeah big time yeah i mean it's you gotta admit it, it's a good song <laughs> it, you know <laughs> what, what? it got to me song. It did
0: get to me it,
1: It's got a good beat like it is like it's a good it's good pop music
0: yeah, no, definitely it it works as a as a pure act of of pop music. it does work get um, The video didn't make me like the song anymore though
1: no. it's like
0: actually the video, if anything was like working against how much I liked the song in the end
1: mm. yeah, yeah, I think so. The video's really like it's got a really weird energy to it as well. Mm-hmm. Like it feels a bit frantic. Yeah. For such a like kind of funky light kind of pop song. Yeah. There's like a real intenseness, especially when it comes to the um, lead singer lip syncing. He's just like giving some. I I wrote down. It's giving me a bit of like a constipated vibe. Right. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's not comfortable to watch.
0: <laughs> no, I think the thing, the main thing that really hurts the band is like seeing. The people singing. Yeah. This guy Trevor, what's his name?
1: Trevor Guthrie.
0: Trevor, Trevor Guthrie. Yeah, uh, yeah. He the is. Such my a, life. <laughs> he's such a smug-looking motherfucker.
1: I know. I know. He looks because like, he is like quite like typically good-looking, and when when I was especially like a teen and preteen, I loved guys with um with spiky <laughs> hair and squinty eyes. That was my thing. <laughs> it was my college board. Want... If they wore Hawaiian shirts, even better. Oh my god. Um, that was, it was you know, what it was early 2000s. That was oh, no, I was just,
0: much, I I'm was i saying, oh, my God, because where were you in the early 2000s when all I wore was Hawaiian shirts? <laughs> I guess you were 10, and I was in my early 20s. So that wasn't a good <laughs> That <laughs> would have been, been
1: bad. Tips.
0: <laughs> I did not have frosted tips. No. <laughs> yeah, but you were just, you were, like, looking at this guy. He's, like, oh, I want to run my fingers through them frosted tips.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I want to feel the crunch of that gel, you yeah? <laughs> know? Just, I, just, I bet like, they'd cut <laughs> my hands up real bad. <laughs> But he like, you know, he's like quite typically like good looking. Um, oh yeah. Also looks like a guy who would be like way too into dragons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who's like, you know, looks a certain way but then is like really intense about something that you're like, I don't know if that's okay.
0: Oh is he the guy who's going to the the head shop and like buying those statues of dragons with large breasted women on yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who's buying those. Okay.
1: Oh yeah yeah. And he's he probably has like a dragon tattoo and he he'll be like, "Yeah, I got this in Asia." Yeah. And you're like, "Where? Asia's huge." And he's like, "You know, Asia,
0: China."
1: I found my soul there and it's like yeah. Feels like for whoever gave you that tattoo man i also read an article about him from 2015 when the band was like long been split up and right. him talking about how edm saved his career i mean i i was <laughs> he, like he's still making music
0: i did i saw this i was looking i kind of you know, like i said i went down a wiki rabbit hole with him and he, he still puts out music he still is like he will i mean i've never heard in the bands that he was like he'll do like guest tracks
1: yeah on... i'm like i've never heard this song in my life no
0: i can't imagine one of them got to number 20 on the australian charts wow yeah so
1: well, you know i'll eat my hat then <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> when this podcast gets to australia we are going to be in a lot oh, of
1: trouble. <laughs> oh boy when when they hear about soul decision oh boy come back in the century <laughs>
0: can i also say that the name soul decision i was looking up the history of the band and it said that they were originally called indecision yes which i don't know i feel like it's a bad band name to begin with <laughs> yes
1: yeah, i mean soul decision isn't a good name it is it no one word and i believe the s is lower capitalized but the but d, d
0: is, is yeah
1: which is um a choice some oh
0: be. so many choices well i mean well Picking that name doesn't feel like a choice. It feels like they were like, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, it feels very like. Eh. But fun little fact: obviously, long before I went there, they went to the same university as I did. Oh. They went to Capilano in North Vancouver.
0: Woo! Up in the coov.
1: Yeah, up in the coov. So we're basically alumni best friends.
0: Oh, cool! Do you get yeah. that alumni magazine every? month and you just flip through to see if there's any updates on trevor (laughs) (laughs) i
1: I hated universities (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like every time they email me something i'm like how do i get off this list
0: oh yeah no so anyway, so we we go through different windows there's a window where the band is there's a window that the band is playing in which looks like a room they got at jamerica's yard sale yes And, and then they pop into a room where he's sitting on a couch which i thought this was a bus station at first because the couch yeah. looks like it's from a bus station. Or... It
1: doesn't, like, it's, the set design is very confusing. It is. Also, the the people that are at these parties don't look like they're having a great time. They're I mean. kind of, like, shoulder shaking. Like, oh, great. This music, it has a beat for sure. I don't know. Does it?
0: <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, they're like, <laughs> we'll put the music in later. Just pretend
1: like you're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Think of your favorite song and dance to that music in your head. It'll come across great in the music video, I promise.
0: There's like this lady here at the party who Mm -hmm. has, I love this outfit combination, which is the really baggy pants with the like very short tank top where you can see the midriff. Like why did that ever go out of fashion?
1: I think it's coming back in. I is it? Well, like it's coming back in because crop tops are now sort of all over the place. But I think the baggy pants mm-hmm. have yet to sort of make it. But I feel like that's the only sensible next step. So
0: you think Jinko jeans are coming back?
1: <laughs> yeah. really
0: <big> pants. <laughs> This is for purely personal reasons. The baggy pants really work into my body type. I have very thick bottom body type. I don't know. We don't, we don't, I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> No, please don't. No, I just. I can only really wear baggy pants. Like, like people come up with, you know, you come up to me with skinny jeans. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. This this is not for my body. (laughs) Anyways, uh, there's a lot of like fashion. There's a lot of straps. A
1: lot of straps. A lot of like gelled hair
0: oh yeah yeah
1: you see it on the women you see it on the men there's a lot of gel going on which you know I appreciate
0: it's you know I like that they're putting the work in these days nobody's, nobody's doing anything gelling, to their
1: hair right no one's gelling everyone's just like I'm just gonna let my hair flow naturally in the wind it's like no <laughs> it should be hard as a rock <laughs> have some self-respect and make your hair crispy
0: yeah, what if you fall? Don't you want the the air to break your fall?
1: <laughs> exactly, it's called safety. Look it up.
0: <laughs> this is one of my favorite vignettes. Here is one. They go in another window, and it's a guy being blindfolded by a woman. Yeah, and then there's a cage behind them.
1: Like implies some BDSM. Thing, but then it's never really picked up again. It's like literally just there, gone.
0: Well, no. I see. I was like, oh, it's a magician. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> Maybe I'm naive. I was like, oh, they're going to do a magic trick. That's going to be fun.
1: Escape.
0: No, but then yeah, it does come back to this later in the video. But it's just him in the cage, still blindfolded and locked, and then she's outside the cage, just vacuuming. Um mm. did you see this? I don't know. It's I think somewhere.
1: I must have missed it.
0: It's it you know, it well it's a real blinking and miss it video because things go by real fast.
1: There's too many ideas.
0: Yeah. Or not enough ideas. I don't know.
1: Well, it's like too many half cooked ideas. They should have either just stuck to there being like a party yeah. in every other room. Like this whole soul decision at a party singing that kind of thing, thrust doing his little rap. Yeah. Or they should have stuck with the idea of every room being like a different story. It just feels like a lot for however long it is, like three minutes.
0: It is. And they yeah, they just don't, they don't commit to,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, and maybe if they had, there's too many vignettes. (laughs) There's one vignette where there's just a room where people are playing basketball. Yeah. What a fucking asshole plays basketball in an apartment building. (laughs)
1: And it's like, there's nothing else there. They're just playing back. And there's like a spotlight and they're just playing basketball in it like what
0: yeah the implication is that those people either have such a big apartment that they have one dedicated basketball room
1: yeah
0: or that they are so dedicated to basketball that they have turned their entire apartment into a (laughs) basketball court
1: I hope it's the latter
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) just have people come over where can I sit well you can sit on a basketball
1: <laughs> look man i just really love basketball
0: <laughs> look if i'm not hooping i don't know what i'm doing man <laughs> so yeah you talked about how much you had a crush on these guys
1: well the lead we... singer. just trevor just trevor
0: because i want to talk about dave bowman who is the other vocalist here who, who comes in at this point he has i think simultaneously too much goatee and not enough goatee yeah it's just like the whisper hint of a goatee around his mouth <laughs> yeah and I think it's real creepy. <laughs>
1: yeah, he screams dragon fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where no, Trevor whispers,
1: scream. he screams.
0: Yeah, uh, but I bet, you know what, on the uh, tour bus, they had the best D&D games.
1: Oh my like, god. Like, that was,
0: you wanted to be on that bus for that D&D game.
1: Oh, for sure. I bet, like, I bet they do RPG, like, you would oh, yeah. not believe.
0: They were, like, early War of Warcraft guys. Oh,
1: for sure.
0: You know, and hey, you know what, that Trevor, every time he rolled Charisma... Always came up twenty.
1: You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am also upset by this guy's head movements. It's too much bobbing.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of like circular, but not quite on rhythm. Like, yeah, of, it's just a lot of movement that could have done without.
0: I also want to ask: Is their keyboardist Vladimir Putin? Yeah. <laughs> Does that looks like a young Vladimir Putin on keyboards.
1: Yeah, that's why he has to wear sunglasses the whole time. Oh. Uh because otherwise people would know his identity.
0: In the early days, like, look, soul decision not working out. I'm going to go and Pump president of Russia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this dream of being boy band is not working.
0: <laughs> yeah. The song is not as good as I hoped. I feel like my creative input's not as appreciated, you know?
1: <laughs> I said more basketball. You only yeah. have one shot. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There it is. The yeah. man so in a sh- cage.
0: Vacuuming lady, this is the most particular fetish I think I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> yeah, from those two clips, I feel like it would be more of a magic trick.
0: Yeah, like it, maybe
1: uh, they're like a couple who magics together. Oh, you know, it's not the dream, the dream, a <laughs> couple that magics together, magics forever. Am I right?
0: <laughs> no, it's so true, uh, <laughs>
1: so accurate. But I feel like she's, you know, the assistant, and she's yeah. like, okay, well, let's try this again i gotta get the chores done but you know get in the cage we'll get this out again.
0: <laughs> do you think that there's a there's a gap in time here and she was just like at first she's like okay so escape and it was like okay i'm escaping and then like three hours later she's like i i got other stuff i gotta do so if you escape let me know but i'm gonna go <laughs> <Yeah. escape."
1: laughs> She's like, while you're escaping, I'm just going to get some chores done super quick. And hopefully we can have dinner around five. Is that cool?
0: I am going to need you to get out of the cage at one point because I'm going to need to move it to vacuum underneath the
1: cage. But... <laughs> but until then, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. I love you. Support you. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great. Baby, you're going to make it as a magician. I believe in you. I mean, all right. Too, honestly. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, she's on her phone with like, to her sister and just like, I don't know if he's ever going to. He's, he's been in the cage for like six hours.
1: He's, I didn't even handcuff him. He's got the key in his back pocket. Yeah, to get out. I, don't know. I just don't understand how we could just knock it out of the game. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's gonna work. If he can't do it for himself, why can't he just do it for me? <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. I kind of like the story better than this is just a weird fetish because it's, yeah. it's,
1: it's I'd watch the music video if that was just the music video i'd be like this is great you've got story here
0: yeah i feel like that's that's more of a tale to be told i want to see the 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 troubled relationship between a beautiful assistant (laughs) and a mediocre magician which is not (laughs) that just every relationship really
1: ain't it the truth
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't you feel like that don't you ever feel like a lovely assistant just tethered to some mediocre magician
1: (laughs) Uh, i think i meet normally the magician in the relationship okay (laughs) And I just get all these lovely assistants who are like, I believe in you. What is she doing? <laughs> she's never getting out of this one. Never gonna she's never gonna succeed, is she?
0: <laughs> After this we we get to the the rap break, which must have been just groundbreaking in the, the odds. I feel like you weren't getting that as much. i mean, just starting to happen.
1: It kind of feels very much like they were trying to do get down by the Backstreet Boys.
0: To make
1: it funky because it's got a similar kind of message. You've got this great little rap break in between. You know, I think they were trying to like break into the American market, possibly, but right. like, this is something that you've seen that you've liked but a slightly different take on it. But it just didn't quite Right. It's
0: like, you yeah. like vanilla. This is French vanilla.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But yeah, but Thirst research on him was very thin. Though I did find out that he's a professor now at the Harris Institute in Toronto. He
1: is. I think he teaches like artists something. It was very yeah. vague. I looked him up as well. And there was like yeah. a Wikipedia page of like two sentences.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very thin Wikipedia page, but good for him. He's uh, he's doing something out there. He's being positive as opposed to, I don't know what Trevor's doing. He looks like he's up to no good. None of these guys look like they're up to any good.
1: To be honest, Trevor just has really long hair now. I, I'm waiting for his album to drop, though. Any day <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs>
0: What do you think that's going to be like? Like Or EDM, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, EDM. EDM saved his career. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, he has to it's... release an EDM album. It saved his career.
0: Eventually the party gets broken up by the cops. Yeah. Uh, I assume these are the Mounties? I don't know.
1: They look like they're dressed up as a cop from a Batman movie. Oh. Like, they don't, like... I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the police in Canada don't dress like this. No. no. I know. It, um, they just dress like police people. OK. it's not very interesting.
0: But you say that this looks like they're like, we need to break up this party because the Joker's yeah. on the loose and you folks need to go home. This right? is a
1: top of Batman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then, I don't know, how do we end this? Yeah, we just kind of end it. It doesn't even really. Yeah, the party gets shut down. And then we pan up to the band just looming on the roof,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like vigilantes. Uh, looking out over the city of Vancouver,
1: mm-hmm. and also I was I was reading the the same article where he was talking about how EDM saved his life, and he was saying mm-hmm. that when they were touring, their managers in PR used to promote them as being like nineteen, and he was like, <laughs> "I was twenty seven at the time." Like,
0: yeah, they're not nineteen.
1: <laughs> like I had, like moms coming up to me and being like, "Are you still in school?" And I was like, "No, I'm nearly thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, it's a compliment. It's a, com-
1: it's a compliment.
0: Oh my god! Well, that's great. I uh, any last thoughts on indecision? No, di- soul decision. Soul decision. Uh... I, found, I found out that so they were sued by an American band named Indecision, which is a hardcore punk band. Which I also listened to some of their tracks today. Um, I
1: imagine they're similar vibe. <laughs> so you would
0: be you'd be very much mistaken in that assumption. <laughs> They're very different band. I, I, you know, I will say that I think I like Soul Decision more. Oh, really? It's much more listenable. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I like a, I like a bit of punk rock, but I was like, this is a little bit too hardcore for me. (laughs) I guess I'm not hardcore. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Trevor Guthrie claimed that the reason why Soul Decision was not successful was that they kept being billed as a boy band, when actual fact. They were just a band, man. And if they had come out at the same time as Maroon Five, they would be on the same trajectory.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm like, ah. I mean, that's a pretty bold statement, but <laughs> you definitely just weren't maybe that good.
0: Yeah, I think that's
1: the song slaps.
0: it, it does. If it you does. hear it... it,
1: you'll like it is it going to blow your mind? Also for most of the song, I still, I think maybe it was because when I first heard it, I was a kid and like yeah. words didn't always make sense. So it still just sounds like absolute gibberish to me. Oh. most of it.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: And he doesn't, it really is pretty much a gibberish song. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And that's like the whole song to me. So when I'm those are actual going, lyrics. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm singing along, I'm literally like, Speaking in tongues.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a real religious experience That's for you like real, basically, when you hear It you get gets me into
1: real religious space.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suddenly you're handling snakes. You don't know why. It's all nice. this. <laughs> <laughs> it says in the Wikipedia page that there are three versions of the song. And the original version, it starts with When I Get You All Alone, I'm going to take off all your clothes. Yeah. But then they changed it to When I Get You All Alone, I'm going to move in nice and close. <laughs> yeah. Is- Which I feel like it's a bit of a creepier line.
1: <laughs> yes. It, it feels like a threat. It is. <laughs> um, oh man, I found the original version when I was a kid and I was scandalized by it. Absolutely really? Scandalized. But it's like, why would Soul Decision take off my clothes? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my God, adult things. <sighs>
0: <laughs> You're just like, I want them nice and close. I don't know why yet but I just feel like I want them
1: close (laughs) Uh, to I don't know why I want them to be close to me, but I definitely want them to be close to me because they are cute boys. (laughs) They are definitely not cute boys as an adult.
0: Because they're cute men, right?
1: (laughs) Men. They are not 19-year-olds. They are 27-year-old men. And you know what? If they did come out at the same time as Maroon 5, they would have been just (laughs) as... Yeah, I mean,
0: (laughs) basically what Trevor is saying is, hey, I'm as handsome as Adam Levine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dude, I don't know, man. I don't like 105, but I don't think you're as handsome as Adam Levine.
1: Yeah. I've got the same kind of sex appeal as he does. I'm just as good of a singer as he is. I've got everything he's got. But this reminds
0: me of, I was watching some like VH1 special of like one hit wonders or something. Mm -hmm. And they had the lead singer of Loverboy on there, which you may have never heard of Lover Boy, the band Loverboy. Boy. But they sang uh, "Everybody's Working for the Weekend."
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You know, a song from the eighties. Yeah. And they were like, "Yeah, we were, we were so big." And then one day we went into the record label's office, and all the posters on the wall were Nirvana, and and they ruined our career. And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. You were Lover Boy. Come on."
1: <laughs> I absolutely love people who are so delusional. It just like nothing is funnier than someone who's just like absolutely delusional, and being like, "Yeah, Nirvana ruined my career. It wasn't that we, you know, had one hit in us. It was Nirvana."
0: (laughs) It's like, oh, there just wasn't space for Loverboy and Nirvana. They're basically
1: (laughs) the same band. We have yeah, we had the same kind of fan base, and they just stole all our fans away. Obviously,
0: right? I mean, I remember that when I was I was so into Lover Boy, and then the early noughties, like Nirvana comes along, and you're like, "Well, this is like Loverboy, Boy, but better." That's exactly how everybody yeah. every review of Nevermind one was just like, "You guys like Lover Boy? <laughs> get ready for some other shit,"
1: <laughs> <laughs> because this is like Lover Boy. But better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Guys, you thought we couldn't top Loverboy? <laughs> <No. laughs> Sit the fuck down.
1: <laughs> have you ever heard of Nirvana?
0: <laughs> They're from a little town called Seattle. Anyways, <laughs> this is a weird tangent we gotta yeah. I mean, uh, Much respect to the fine folks at Loverboy. I feel bad <laughs> that we've been running them down so much.
1: No offense, Loverboy. It's fine. Look, you, you have know, your head.
0: You know what? And I was like, sometimes I used to have to work on the weekends, and I was like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for making the anthem to my life, lover boy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, so the next band is a band called Prozac, which is like the most late 90s name for a band, I think, ever.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when
0: everybody talked about Prozac in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah god. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was back when like medicating your mental health was like what a funny.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> oh, you take drugs to maintain your your chemical imbalances in your brain. Okay, weirdo. Okay,
1: so you're a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just looking after myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: it, it helps me get through my every horrible day of my life. Thank you. Yeah,
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Keeps me off of bridges and high ledges. Thanks. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Seriously, folks, take your meds. Uh, I do.
1: I think these days, if you're not on meds, you should consider
0: it. Yeah. First off, fuck you. Secondly, you probably should be. (laughs) Okay. So this is a fully animated video. Mm -hmm. The further I dove into Prozac and these two characters, Milo and Simon. Yeah. Uh, The more I realize there's like a whole like extended adventures of Milo and Simon through music videos and other media, I think.
1: I think they have a movie, don't they? Yeah. About their origin story, which has nothing to do with their actual origin story.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, actually, no, I got to find this because actually I wanted to read this because this was insane. The Wikipedia
1: page is an absolute trip. Yeah, <laughs> I was reading it today and I was laughing my head off because the whole thing just feels like like an absolute psychotic break.
0: Like, it's, um, it, it, <laughs> what is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have it here. Wait, I got to read this. This is great. So if you haven't seen it, you should definitely see the video. It, it's two animated characters. One's a big muscly guy with too much neck, and the other one's a scrawny guy with zero neck. Yeah, it says in the Prozac story video, Simon and Milo are over two hundred years old. <laughs> And they were enemies in a previous... This is how the description starts. <laughs> okay, so they're um, they're Highlanders, right? They're like a <laughs> Okay, so they're 200 years old and they're enemies in a previous life. Simon and Milo fought each other in a 20-year war called the Okchikia. <laughs> Okchikia? I don't even know. <laughs> During the battle with each other, the great unseen voice projected down from the sky and told them that they were best friends. And sent... <laughs> I don't fully understand the theology of this. (laughs) So they told them they were best friends and then sent them through time to the 21st century where they were given a mission.
1: To find true love.
0: To find true love through their music. Mm -hmm. And the story is based on the formation of that duo. So Simon believes the perfect woman is out there. As a result, Simon ends up feeling depressed. Milo is a muscular blonde character who accompanies Simon on his quest. Their introduction in the album Saturday People tells of the many visits to nightclubs and bars in the hopes of finding true love. After which Simon gives up and lies, quote, face down in his own banana milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Canadian thing?
1: (laughs) Banana milkshakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a weird canadian thing it's just like basically a smoothie but with <laughs> ice cream it's weird
0: <laughs> let's see the great unseen voice from Venom calls out to them telling they've lost their way and reminds it that only true love and they've capitalized true love in the wikipedia page which i appreciate <laughs> 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 holds the key to their destiny the music thus represents a social journey to find their true love mm-hmm. so that is
1: so they're like it's a lot of- there's a lot to unpack. There's a
0: lot there. It's it's a lot of mythology. Is this kind of based in part on like Canadian mythology, like the Wendigo and other things?
1: No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not at all. It's based entirely on two former members of the Philosophers' Kings, which is an R&B Canadian group, <laughs> getting into a fight and then deciding to make music together. And then they were like, <laughs> how should we do this? Oh, we should definitely use accents first of all right
0: <laughs> so that is the other thing is <laughs> if you watch the video you're like oh it's an austrian guy and a british guy and it's like nope it's just two canadian books nope,
1: they're both from toronto i believe like, yeah. you know, somewhere in ontario <laughs> yeah so they'd have like proper canadian accents in real right. life like a boot that kind of thing, but uh, they made that choice.
0: Bold choices. choices. I mean, that's the thing I love about Prozac. It's just a lot of big swing choices. <laughs> <laughs> like they're 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 out there. They're trying stuff. And yeah. I can't fault them for that,
1: you know. And the thing,
0: <laughs> the thing about yeah.
1: Prozac is that the gorillas ruined their career. Oh
0: my god! Yeah, do you think? Oh my, God.
1: <laughs> they would
0: have been huge. If do you have think been the gorillas. <laughs> Simon and Milo from Prozac are walking around. Going like, if it wasn't for that motherfucker, Damien Albin, and his <laughs> gorilla, we would be so big right now. We
1: had the mythology. We had the cartoons. We had the accents.
0: Oh, my God. Do you think if you went to the gorillas and, the, and were like, so you just ripping off Prozac? They'd be like, yeah, we're hugely influenced by Prozac.
1: They're like, yeah, we saw them once in concert. Um, yeah. when they were first coming out. And we were like, this is what we need to be doing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, Prozac walked so that we could run. (laughs) So I don't know. The premise of this video, the premise of the song is a guy just wants to apologize to an ex because he realizes how bad he treated his ex now that he's been treated bad.
1: Yes, exactly. And it was very, again, very scandalous to me as a 10 year old. (laughs) Because
0: they use the word sucks.
1: They use the word sucks and they use the word (laughs) bastard it was a very it was the forbidden fruit but i did (laughs) i did love it i'd also um get on the playground and sing it at boys and go sex to be you (laughs) that was very cool
0: you're pretty badass (laughs) (laughs) it is 101 there (laughs) (laughs) is that still how you flirt yeah
1: (laughs) sex to be you (laughs)
0: like what i was just in this bar buying my own business lady
1: can you please leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> You
0: <laughs> bastard <laughs> yeah, i feel like it is a bit relatable because you, you sometimes you get out of a relationship and then years later you're like oh i wasn't very good in that relationship
1: <laughs> yeah for sure and like i think that uh, like if you can't relate to it then work on yourself but yeah like you always have relationships and then you'll get into something else with someone else and then they'll treat you the same way or similar way that you treated someone else and you're like right. oh shit, i owe that person an apology because i've just sort of experienced my own crappy behavior mm. it doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship it could be a friendship so i think like the concept behind it is you know not awful
0: no That's i mean i think it is reason. good that is- <laughs> But it's also like always the worst part about that is like, oh, when you feel like like years later, when you're just like doing deep introspection on yourself, like in the middle of the night while you eat like bowls and bowls of cereal and you can't (laughs) sleep. I don't know this might not be too relatable but <laughs> but it's like oh it's like you can't ever do anything about it it's like yes. you can't call that person up and be like hey remember all that pain I caused you can I just apologize I don't know it's just, yeah but I think he weird. kind
1: of acknowledges that some ways he's like I wish I could drive my car to LA just so you could see me crying which is a bit you know I think he, like he sort of implies that like Uh, I wish I could apologize to you, but Mm -hmm. I can't really because it's over.
0: So, the video itself has them wander into like an old West cantina. Yes. Uh, Or a banana milkshake. Yeah, that's it. Because it starts with a heart to heart spoken word part where milo says like oh i've done these horrible things or simon i don't give a shit which one i don't remember which one. <laughs> <laughs> and then his friend is like hey don't feel bad buddy i'll get you a milkshake and i was like yeah that's a relatable experience i don't know how many times i've been having a heart-to-heart with a buddy and they've been like let's go get a milkshake and I'm like...
1: Milkshake. weird because they kind of like toe this line of being like like a cartoon in like the traditional sense like it's for kids right but then there's like it's obviously not
0: because they're using terms like bastard. They're
1: using terms like bastard. Um, also,
0: also the women are drawn with like huge balloon tips, just
1: like sex dolls. They're drawn yeah. like you know. <laughs>
0: like, there's the backup singers who sing "Sex to Be You," which first what of all,
1: they don't have any noses.
0: They don't. That's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is diversity here because there is a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. Yeah. So that's something.
1: Yeah. We're seeing a wide range of white women
0: here. Yeah, with <laughs> the exact women, same figure. Same
1: figure, the same height, but, you know, different hairstyles. Yeah. One of them only has one eye.
0: It's nice that they have, like, a disabled representation. Yeah, so. exactly. They go to this cantina, and I guess the plot is that the bartender is his ex-girlfriend? I'm, I think so. Because he's singing to her. Yeah. There's a number of women cartoons, but they all have the same voice. Yeah. So... You know, that's how women are. They all just have the same, you know, shrill same body, voice.
1: Same voice, yeah. Different, yeah, different
0: hair. <laughs> I mean, if women didn't have hair, I don't know how we would tell them apart. Yeah, honestly, we, uh,
1: to be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know either. We just all we all look the same. But then, I,
0: yeah. So in the in the cantina, there are is a table of like bad boys.
1: Yeah, slash pirates.
0: Slash pirates. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is very much. It's like they walk through a, a time tunnel and they went yeah. into uh, the old way. Oh, I guess they do travel through time. So we've established yeah, they that. Yeah,
1: do. It's also a lot of jumping from place to place because then they're on a boat.
0: Right. They're on the uh, USS Prozac. Yeah. There's a yacht that they go to where he's hanging out with this woman.
1: With the bartender.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I, he's putting in the effort to try and, and win her back. He's taking her on a fancy boat ride. I guess. I don't know. Would you find this romantic if an ex came to you and was like, come and hang out with me in my yacht?
1: Um, it depends which ex. <laughs> right. um, Would you feel
0: unsettled if uh, if some of your exes were like, let's go out on a boat?
1: I'd probably be like, I'm busy. Thank you so much for the offer. Um, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, let me take you to
1: international waters where <laughs> everything's legal. I need, to, I need to talk about our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to feel the sea beneath me. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I probably would um, politely decline.
0: Yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Apparently, the bartender's boyfriend is one of these ruffians at the mm-hmm. table, yeah. and he gets very upset that Simon is talking to her. And he and his goons try to beat him up. The bigger guy steps in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A bar brawl ensues. Simon does fuck all to help. Yeah. <laughs> despite the fact that this this altercation is entirely his fault. Yeah. See, but see, this this next scene really uh, bothers me because it's like he's trying to apologize. But then he's giving her an engagement ring.
1: It's very confusing. I was like, it, I think this was the point. Well, not this point. Probably earlier on, where I was just like, this doesn't make any like sense. And then here we have his head um floating around his body, yeah, <laughs> which makes me think that maybe they are from a different planet.
0: Yeah, the disembodied head does make does it seem apply
1: like some supernatural goings on. Yeah,
0: and I mean, we we read in his origin story about his mystical powers. Oh yeah, of... for sure. Again, this is the thing that, like, if someone broke up with you Mm -hmm. and then came back and was like, I'm really sorry that we broke up, and then was like, marry me. (laughs) You'd be like, dude, you have a lot of emotional stuff going on that you need to deal with, and this is not about me.
1: It'd be like, wait, so let me get this straight. A girl was bad to you in the same way that you were bad to me, so now you want to marry me? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't think so, friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is like a spiraling situation. Like this guy is, he's hes really nearing rock bottom.
1: Yeah, he's out of control, to be quite honest.
0: He's, he's either going to hit rock bottom and get better at this, or he's going to just murder this lady, I think. Yeah, it
1: feels like taking her out onto water, quite deserted. At one point he has her in his car and he's driving away crying. it It doesn't exactly scream of someone who's, Stable.
0: No, absolutely. This guy's making a lot of bad decisions, mm-hmm. and he's dragging other people into those bad decisions. It's like if you feel bad about an ex, write a letter. Never send it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you don't
0: need to burden other people with your feelings. Yep. Exactly. That's not their fault. That's that's entirely <laughs> you. Like
1: he should get um, into journaling. I think. Yeah. That's
0: the bottom line. If if Simon's out there listening, and he probably is,
1: and he probably is. Um, I mean, keep a journal. Keep a journal. <laughs> keep a journal it helps it'll help you process some of these feelings without kidnapping your axe.
0: yeah and hey take your meds
1: yeah <laughs> take your prozac prozac come on <laughs>
0: man so now we get to the spanish guitar break in this we, song a
1: bit of cross-dressing going on which is fun it's a
0: bit fun i do feel like it is problematic because there were women in the video mm-hmm. animated women that people could dance with but instead we've decided to dress up the thugs as flamenco dancers
1: yeah yeah i mean it's got a little bit of an incel vibe
0: oh yeah i could definitely see that yeah (laughs) it's like why won't women date me because i'm mean to them i view
1: them all as one person Mm. Mm. why don't they lovely love me why won't they get engaged to me why won't they come out on my yacht into the middle of nowhere
0: yeah it's like i got this yacht (laughs) don't they appreciate what i've done
1: (laughs) (laughs) why won't my ex marry me
0: but then okay so then one of the weirder things happens he drives to los angeles
1: yeah on a road that is
0: barely touching the ground not
1: touching the ground i might even say and yeah. then her boyfriend, the thug, comes in through what can only be described as a portal. And- <laughs> just an absolute
0: hole in time and space. <laughs> yeah,
1: and pulls her out of the car.
0: And then she's just out of the fucking video for the rest of the video.
1: <laughs> and for the whole thing, she looks annoyed.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's, that's the most realistic thing is this yeah. if your ex came up to you, especially at your place of work. Here's the other Hi. thing.
1: Comes up to you at your place at work and was like, oh, man, this girl just broke up with me and she was really horrible. Sort of like what I did to you. Yeah, I'm a real piece of shit, aren't I? Um, marry me? <laughs> And then he like won't leave you alone, kidnaps you multiple times.
0: Yeah. And, you know, various different kind of scary situations. Because yeah. even when he's proposing, they're on a balcony high above...
1: Yeah, you know, it's all very, it's quite precarious, and I would say that she's not in a safe or good situation in no. any of them.
0: And I mean, this is a good lesson for men, is if you are interested in a woman, don't put them in no escape situations. It <laughs> yes. is—it is, don't put them in, on a boat they can't escape, on a balcony they can't escape, in a car they can't escape. All these are bad situations to show how much you like someone. And if you need to put someone in those situations, make
1: sure they like have they a boyfriend like that can come mm-hmm. through a portal and get them
0: i guess if they have that kind of safety valve it's fine but very few women do
1: yeah i've heard that
0: it's just like those portal guys all the good portal guys are taken you know they
1: just don't make portal guys like they use
0: no you want a real gentleman you know you want a guy get your get you a guy who can do both you know yeah who can be (laughs) a good provider and also like Save you via portal if need be.
1: Also possibly a pirate. Whatever. Yeah.
0: (laughs) My God, he's the full package.
1: He's everything.
0: (laughs) If only. Oh, wait. Oh, I forgot how this ended. Mm -hmm. They go to Man's Chinese Theater in, in L.A. and they watch a movie that he is in.
1: It's their own movie. I wonder if this is
0: how that movie that we were reading the description of ends.
1: I... Would hope so. I want to find the movie now. Yeah, I'm deeply curious about it. I want to know the whole backstory.
0: Yeah. If anybody finds it, please email me so I can pass it on to Simone.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably after this, I will go on a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. <I will> find <laughs> that movie.
0: By the time that people hear this, you may have already gone insane trying yeah. to find.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> fallen in a Prozac hole so deep.
0: Not even a fun kind of trouble. <laughs>
1: no, no, um, no. I, it
0: ends. It ends with him walking on a beach toward a cliff, and I was like, Oh man, please let this end like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to just round that cliff and be like, It was there's a melted Statue of Liberty there. It's like, It was Earth all along. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. I don't, and, but instead, it just ends with the wave washing away the mm-hmm. band and whatever. And it, and, yeah, Prozac, they were around for a while.
1: Mm-hmm. I think they
0: only just broke up a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, they had a comeback tour in, like, 2015.
0: Oh, yeah. And they were oh, they had, they, they had an album in 2017 called Forever 1999. Feel sad. If it wasn't <laughs> for
1: those gorillas, let me yeah. tell you.
0: <laughs> gorillas. You know what? Uh, how are you supposed to compete with that? You got you got Damien Alban, You got... Uh, Mio Hitori from from Chiba You got wait, who is the other guy? I don't know. You got a lot of really good talent in the group. Yeah, grand.
1: I mean, but you also have like two members of the Philosopher's King. <laughs> <So. laughs> All right, the philosopher.
0: The, so the Philosopher Kings are not a band I'm familiar with. Is that a band that I should be looking up? And
1: to be honest, I feel like it's music that like my parents would listen to just cause I was, I think I was too young to be like, they've won a ton of Junos.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. No, no, no. We're not right. saying that so they didn't, didn't win back,
1: But you know.
0: Right. They I mean, know it was Celine Dion, but they've got their own fair share of Junos. <laughs> you know, June.
1: like it's uh, winning a Juno is, I mean, obviously it's a huge accomplishment right, for Canadian artists, but, but sometimes it's a bit like, well, is it a qualifier for talent? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> it, it feels like a qualifier for talent within a very narrow range, which is that you have to be Canadian to get it.
1: Yes.
0: You know, which is not bad to be Canadian, but okay. it does feel like the 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 pool of people who are eligible. So, for people who don't know what a Juno is, which I should also say,
1: we've been throwing around the term Juno you know,
0: here, like everybody knows the, the Junos. Yeah, the Junos,
1: <laughs> obviously.
0: Um, Juno Awards are, like, Grammys, but only for Canada. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, the pool of the number of people eligible for the Grammys is theoretically worldwide. Original, yeah. But the Junos are just Canada.
1: Just
0: Canada. So, our next song, actually, the Prozac song feeds well into the next song because the guys from Prozac wrote it for the men of B44. Yes, they did. So, B44, who do not look like they have enough brains between them to write a song so
1: they look like guy fieri dressed as a super saiyan okay on cocaine
0: no yeah if like if guy fieri had three identical nephews like donald duck it would be these guys yeah
1: absolutely (laughs) like
0: they're very much the huey dewey and Louie of
1: they truly that yeah that's a great way of putting it and there's just like the whole thing just kind of screams of cocaine
0: Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, this is like, yeah, but you're right. This is people doing rail after rail of sweet Canadian marching powder. And they were just like, I don't know. uh, He's got a viewmaster and there's a kid and
1: uh, and they're on the beach and then they're on a basketball court. And I don't know. Then he wins and then he makes a lot of money and then he's like super successful. And all these like adult women start chasing this kid because they're like, wow, he's so hot now that he's rich and famous. Um, Wear sleeves. (laughs) I. That's called cocaine logic, okay? Yeah.
0: Like, the, the video starts with this kid wandering down an alley, just this unattended minor. I don't know who let him wander in what looks like a bit of a shady part of the town. Yeah. And, and a homeless man asks him for money. He turns out his pockets of his, again, very baggy jeans. Yeah. Please bring this back into fashion. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. My body needs it. Can I tell you, my wedding reception, my wife is Scottish, I wore a kilt. I was like, this is the piece of clothing I've been looking for all my life. <laughs> <laughs> this has complimented my lower body in ways that no other piece of clothing I've ever worn has. Just like, it was like perfect for me.
1: I think more guys should wear like kilts and skirts, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's a fashion trend that needs to sort of... Like women, women have been wearing pants for ages. Like right. guys need a chance with skirts.
0: I think you're probably right. And yeah, was it Harry Styles who did that? that big photo shoot yeah, recently. Yeah. He looked good.
1: He looks good. Yeah. You got to admit, he looks good.
0: He looks good. And I look good in a kilt yeah. if you ever have an opportunity. <laughs> but yeah, this kid just picks something out of a garbage bin.
1: Out of a quite disgusting garbage bin.
0: Yeah. And he puts it right up to his eyes. Which so he picks up a Viewmaster... Out of a garbage can.
1: Where are his parents is my, yeah. is my big concern here. I think social services should be called. He's picking stuff out of garbage. He's wandering around like a kind of risky part of town.
0: No, definitely needs some more supervision, this kid. Yeah, sure. um, because then he runs afoul of some very shady characters. Oh. But also, I mean, I've picked things out of the garbage. Sometimes you find cool stuff in the garbage. We've all done it, <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we've all, you know, we've all done, you know, you find cool stuff in the garbage. Don't put garbage stuff on your eyes. That's just an invitation to pink eye.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it just, it's like, don't put it in your mouth. Don't put it in your eyes until you've had a chance. Like, I think anything from the garbage, you probably shouldn't try and put in your mouth anyway. But
0: Fair, fair, fair.
1: Don't put it on your eyes either.
0: No. It's not a much safer option. Yeah, At least take it home, wipe it down, give it a good...
1: You know, like, get some Dettol, spray it off. Be good as gold, but, like, don't just... It was on like an old banana peel. That's horrible. Come on. Come on, kid.
0: But again, this child is unattended. That's what we will see. Just
1: like living life to the fullest.
0: So, what he sees when he puts the viewfinder to his his face is uh, he sees a vision of B44, I guess. Yep, B44. (laughs) He sees the first man in the group singing to him. He's interested, so he clicks it over the next one, which I thought was the same guy.
1: They're twins they're twins
0: yeah (laughs) it was fucking nuts i was like i was so i was like how do these guys look oh they're twins
1: (laughs) (laughs) but then they've also dressed up the third member to look like like he obviously doesn't look exactly like them right but they've dressed him up to look similar enough to him that you're like wait a minute what
0: and that's the thing is and if you haven't watched this definitely watch it's they are three men who are very muscular very they are horribly spray tanned. Mm-hmm. They are just like, just a burnt orange. Mm-hmm. It's just it's much like a certain former president. It's mm-hmm. it's this is basically it. This is what I think. Like when Trump puts on the spray tan, this is what he thinks he looks like.
1: Yeah, he's like I'm giving off that sweet B four four five.
0: Yeah, you think he's got a B four four poster like in his bedroom? Yeah, and
1: he he blows kisses to it every morning. <laughs> For you guys, boys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then you want to talk about frosted tips. These guys, it's like a mountain of frosted tips. And it's, it's also like...
1: like they've done that thing because there was like the spiky hair where they would just like they would just basically just gel your hair straight up. And then there was mm-hmm. spikes where you would twist them oh. and make them into spikes. Mm-hmm. And they've done that for their whole heads. Yeah. They look like little hedgehogs.
0: It's adorable. It, except it's for
1: monumental. amazing, really. It's iconic. It's inspiring.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing is that they are all wearing tank tops. They
1: never wear sleeves.
0: Yeah, you can't hide these guns. Yeah, in sleeves.
1: They also sing to camera in a way that can only be described as too aggressive.
0: Too, too aggressive. <laughs> it, it does, and because the lyrics are "if you get down on me, I'll get down on you,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it feels very threatening. It <laughs> feels like it feels like it's not a question as much as it is a demand.
1: Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want these guys getting anywhere near ya Yeah. Basically. No. Like, they're very, very intense. There's not, dare I say it, any blinking going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But see they're that. all conch shell necklaces, so, you know.
0: They do have a fine selection of puka shell necklaces.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe
0: this is the thing where I'm like, they're like Huey, Dewey, and Louie, because mm-hmm. they're wearing the exact same clothes.
1: In different colors.
0: Different colors, yeah. <laughs> so you can tell them apart. Yeah. It's so strange. But you said that there's some subtext to this song. And I would like to hear your thoughts on that because I didn't pick that up at all. (laughs) So
1: when the song came out, they were extremely adamant that it was not about oral sex. It's pretty obviously about oral sex. But because they wanted to be played on the radio, they were like, it's about dancing with someone. It's about having fun about getting down right and then i believe about five or six years ago the two twins came out and said yeah it was about oral sex over a decade later they were like yeah that song was definitely about oral sex and everyone was like why you don't say (laughs) (laughs) what
0: yeah uh, apparently it was in an article uh in 2013 to vice magazine vice magazine getting all the scoops they
1: broke the news
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I do remember where I was that day because I got that news <laughs> alert on my phone and it was like, B44 finally reveals, get down, was about blowjobs. <laughs> but no, I do feel like it is about being mutually pleasurable. Yeah,
1: and like reciprocity. Right. Um, it, like the message of the song is actually quite a good one. Mm-hmm. They also talk about they're like, we don't want to move things too quickly right um there's none of that like weird precious there was another song that was released in canada around this time and it's like an absolute like, date rape anthem
0: right. oh, okay where was it, it like, Birdlines? lines
1: <laughs> it was like worse than
0: <laughs> i also famous canadian robin Thicke.
1: <laughs> what is going on in canada <laughs> problems in canada but it, the song was literally called No Means No. That was like a good message. I just the whole time singing about pressuring his girlfriend into having sex with him. Mm. So I feel like before four actually had a good message where obviously this other guy had a horrible, disgusting message. <laughs> Right. I don't even recommend looking up because I don't think it deserves their time because it's not even a fun or catchy song. But it was played on the radio all the time. Oh. But people were more pissed off about "Get Down." <laughs> yeah. It's a very complicated world out there.
0: Because the song is like, if you get down on me, I'll get down on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Later on, it's like we don't have to move too slow, but I want to explore your body something like that it's like it's like hey we can just do some hand stuff it's yeah, cool it's like it's like
1: just ease into this i want you to feel good i want to feel good let's like right and if you know if they didn't just like smell of fake tan and
0: that's the thing yeah and no
1: sleeves i would be like you know what i like these guys yeah but it's just the image is a bit much
0: the thing, yeah, the the, the video undercuts it yeah. because they look like incredible scumbags.
1: Yeah, they look <laughs> terrifying.
0: <laughs> it, it, like it is yeah. just like they are out there aggressively courting women. Yeah. <laughs> Putting like, courting in quotes.
1: <laughs> it's a lot. Like it's it's very intense. They're like I said, not a lot of blinking, singing, possibly very much so too aggressively.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it is very like it's such an aggressive because they're like shoulders back head forward yeah just getting in your space
1: and just like a lot of sort of like jumping over each other to yeah speak to the camera which is a lot
0: it's very aggro like i want to go down on you
1: yeah for and for like, awesome. like like very it, it's quite stressful to watch if i'm being it, honest it is
0: it is it's very like i mean these like these guys clearly cat call ladies yeah like oh, this is what <laughs> for sure for sure. And it's like, it's like, it's a nice sentiment to say, like, I want to pleasure you orally. Mm -hmm. But it's another thing to have that sentiment screamed at you from a car, like on the street.
1: For sure. (laughs) And these guys were definitely doing that. I would also like to point out what I just noticed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Please do. There's a little logo in the bottom corner. Yeah. Right there, you see YTV, which means Uh it's being played on the kids' television network. Oh, no. is the Canada-like that's where you'd watch SpongeBob. It was sort of like youth so it would be like between the ages of like six to twelve you'd watch Y T V. Like, you know, you'd watch Animorphs and that kind of thing on there. Or was it right. I forget. It was the one where the animals morphed into cars. And all like the Canadian type, like sort of preteen shows. And then they'd sometimes play music videos. And as you can see, they were playing <laughs> b 4s get down which is arguably problematic.
0: In, in a lot of ways it's the wap of its day.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> in I see terms of like being played on YTV right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. This is this is as close to wap as you could get in the in oh, in 2000.
1: Sure. For sure. You know.
0: Does that that maybe that explains like they're trying to like we're having a crossover hit. Everybody's going to listen to it. It's just a fun catchy dance song. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to the lyrics. Don't think That's about it for catchy, a second.
1: Day. It's just about dancing and having fun.
0: Yeah, about hanging out with your bros Mm -hmm. at the beach. And then it does feel like they were trying to get into this YTV market because it starts out with a little kid.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty much like the music video aside from them aggressively shouting at the screen. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) They're just like, let me eat your (laughs) pussy!
1: Earl." it feels like very much like it's like a kid he goes and he's obviously in a rough part of town when it starts out and he's like you know he finds this thing and he's transported to this land where he's suddenly like where it's beautiful and everyone's really nice to him and he's really good at everything and he's successful and at the end he becomes wealthy Um, right and then he sort of pays it forward and gives it to the homeless man so that he can experience that same kind of joy so it is quite like a sort of a a positive story there it's you know it's that whole sort of like fantasy land as a kid where you're like everyone's gonna think i'm so cool when i get older i'm
0: gonna slam dunk a basketball Yeah, exactly oh i'm gonna
1: slam dunk a basketball and then i'm gonna drive a cool car and wear a really nice hat yeah and women will not be able to leave me alone (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i'm gonna get all the ladies
1: yeah exactly
0: but the thing is like With the Viewmaster and the way that it's framed, it really feels like B-44 are singing this song to to this kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then Let Me Get Down On You feels a lot creepier when it's three men singing it to a young child.
1: It's quite disturbing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, that's the thing, the way that it starts out, right? But then as, is that Alanis Morissette? No. (laughs) It looks like her though, doesn't it,
1: does. it? Got a very Alanis vibe too.
0: Yeah, like that was the look in Canada in yeah. the '90s, like
1: long hair.
0: But yeah, they're like all the women are like they're ignoring B44, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to hang out with this kid because I guess he isn't perceived as a threat. He
1: isn't yelling at them to. That have oral sex with, yeah. so they're probably like oh this kid seems fine I mean yeah. the situation is not fine but maybe I'll just go and be nice to this kid he doesn't look like he has any parents so I'm worried about him he just appeared out of, of
0: nowhere they're just like child why are you hanging around with these three grown men they are clearly upset and high on cocaine yeah, <laughs> they've
1: clearly done like several rails they are yeah. absolutely off the charts right now Probably menaced to himself. everyone on this beach. Yes.
0: <laughs> let us let us go find you some police officers, young yeah.
1: boy. <laughs> let's go, let's get you somewhere safe.
0: But instead he extracts himself from the situation because he steps away from the viewmaster yeah, and anyway. back in reality.
1: Ugh, that was but then he, horrifying.
0: <laughs> but then he goes back to the viewmaster. But then now we're on a basketball court where B44 are dancing in the rain. In the rain? Yes. What?
1: There's no yeah. rain in any other scene, just this one dance sequence where they are inexplicably wearing what I believe are bulletproof vests. So
0: oh. oh yeah. Uh, see, I thought they were some kind of life jacket. Like
1: it could be that as well. I'm slightly confused by them.
0: I think that maybe the the men of before four were like, it's raining, you only need a life jacket because you're <laughs> drowned. I'm gonna
1: float away, man, if it rains too much.
0: <laughs> Listen. I had a cousin who went out in the rain, and he drowned. I mean, he stood there with his mouth open the whole time. <laughs> he didn't understand. So, life preserver. <laughs> <laughs> both best. They have this basketball court, which looks like it's in a prison. It's, like, next to these high stone walls. Mm-hmm. Is, is the idea that now the boy and B44 are in prison? And-
1: sure. I think it's, like, it's. I think it's meant to look like... New York, um, right? But from a Canadian perspective of someone who's never been to New York,
0: right, right. Also, I,
1: I would like to point out that the um, men of B four have clearly, like, quite immaculately um, waxed their eyebrows. Oh yeah, and they are all wearing lip gloss. They're handsome fellas Yeah, look, they've put in the they've put in the time for this shoot.
0: You know, from just seeing them tank tops, I'm going to go as far to say that the men at b four four have waxed every inch oh, of body here. absolutely
1: they are like little like little seals like if you they' I bet they can swim <laughs> really fast like I bet they just shoot yeah. through the water,
0: oh my gosh yeah they're <laughs> just like they're gone,
1: they're gone. Keep... yeah there's a lot of effort here, and you know what a for effort yeah I think maybe I get... like pull it back a little bit like they're coming across a bit too eager
0: see well here's the thing is when they're playing basketball right so they're in this pickup game of basketball they're not wearing the tank tops anymore mm-hmm. Right, because why would you? That's beachwear. Yeah. But they are
1: wearing football jerseys. Yeah. If you're going to be playing basketball, I don't know all the rules to uh, right. fashion. If okay. you're going to be playing basketball... <laughs> you you don't know the
0: rules to basketball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I don't know all the rules to basketball either, but I would assume that you'd be more likely to wear a basketball jersey. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean? Which, most basketball jerseys are, are tank tops. It's yeah,
1: <laughs> totally on brand for them. To have basketball jerseys, and yet they were like, "Let's keep them guessing." Yeah,
0: that's that's what I like about B Four is they're not they're not doing the obvious things. You don't know you what know? To
1: expect with them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you really don't. You know, <laughs> are they going to wear basketball jerseys? Are they going to roofie your drink? Who knows? Who
1: knows? Who knows? <laughs> are they going to scream at you in your face for five hours? Oh, for sure, for sure. Are they going to
0: wear you down into performing oral sex <laughs> by just screaming <laughs> oh, at you?
1: Unlikely. <laughs> Uh, yeah. oh wait we've got but, different is that a whole new different life jacket oh wait no he's got an orange life jacket on yeah, yeah. two of like black ones with a colored shirt underneath
0: so yeah one of them is wearing a big yeah one of them's wearing an orange whatever weird i don't even know what these pieces of fashion are, are literally supposed to be they do look like bulletproof vests mm-hmm. now you it. that's the closest thing like I...
1: he should be like conducting traffic
0: right it does look it feels like a safety safety vest yeah. it's like he's a crossing guard he just got off his crossing guard shift he's gonna go dance with his boys in the rain
1: yeah which is what you do once you get off the shift
0: i, I know i feel like these are really good guys because they're you know they're talking about consent they're talking about mutual pleasure mm-hmm. This guy's a crossing guard in his off hours. He's helping out the kids. Yeah. You know, and then he just goes and dances with his boys. What a, what a, fun, what a fun life he's leading. To be
1: honest, mm. if they just, if someone had just like rebranded them mm-hmm. slightly differently, yeah. they still probably wouldn't have made it. But <laughs> if someone were to remake this song now. Yeah. For example, if Harry Styles remade this song now. Yeah. Certified hit.
0: That's true. I mean, you go that, you're like, hey, you know what? Harry Styles, I feel like again mutually pleasurable sexual experience i
1: feel like he would be on side with that i feel like that's part of his brand right it's like it's not really like i don't believe them when they say i'll get down on you i'm like will you though
0: (laughs) see they seem like the kind of guys where it's just like you know if you get down on me i'll get down on you so you you go first and then after they're done they're like i'm really tired yeah
1: yeah kind of it stinks a bit of that so i don't trust them i don't i don't hold them to their word you don't
0: think you don't think think the men of b44 are honorable gentlemen i
1: do not i do not believe that um however after they because obviously well they had this hit and then they had another sort of semi-hit in Canada, but this was their biggest song, Mm -hmm. split up, and then the two twins, Ryan and Dan, went on to make a band called Ryan Dan, all one word. (laughs) And they like sort of rebranded themselves. They came over to the UK actually, and rebranded themselves here as like this quite like wholesome, opera inspired, very Josh groban kind of like christiany singers which is interesting interesting i mean they weren't successful but bless them for trying (laughs) yeah
0: good for them to keep i'm sure they work or something i'm sure they've
1: got something i think they still i think they write music
0: oh that's probably what they do yeah i think i mean i think that's all like whenever you're like well whatever happened to that crappy band from the whenever it's like oh they went on and they wrote like a million other songs yeah though i don't know these guys don't i don't know Wait. So, what happened to the guy who wasn't a twin? Like that guy just—he,
1: I looked him up, and there is.
0: <laughs> see if he's single. About him,
1: and he's single, and so now we're together.
0: I've been catfishing him. I've been catfishing
1: him this whole time. Let's see what did it say. Right. So I believe that they are. Maybe they're not writing music. Maybe I just made that up. All oh, right, they were singing backup for Shania Twain.
0: Oh, okay. Checks out.
1: Which is a fun little fact.
0: Oh, I found the third guy's Instagram. Oh, it's a private account. Boo.
1: Are you sure that's him, though? Because I saw that and I was like, is that for sure him?
0: Oh, maybe not. Did they verify? He's (laughs) verified. Can
1: you (laughs) verify him, please? He's a a celebrity. Why doesn't he have the blue tick?
0: (laughs) Wait, I found him on LinkedIn, I think. And now, whenever somebody looks at your LinkedIn account, you get an email that's like, somebody looked at your LinkedIn account and you can see who it was. So this guy's going to be like, why is this guy in Britain looking at my LinkedIn account?
1: <laughs> I wonder if he's doing a podcast
0: <laughs> about 244. And he's like, oh, it's another podcast about that fucking video.
1: <laughs> you know what? I I I'm on the same page now and it looks like him, out like, mm-hmm. a beard. I mean, he's had a bit of a
0: glow up, I think, the way that he used to look.
1: Yeah. I feel like this is the guy.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Artist, songwriter, Sony Music Canada, March 1999 to February 2002.
1: <laughs> Three whole years way <laughs> to go. Um, and now he makes headphones good for him. Oh, good for him. That's like, I feel like for a one hit wonder, that's a success story. He looks like moderately successful.
0: Yeah, He's I mean, got, his-
1: like the blurry picture of someone who doesn't fully understand technology. And
0: yeah, he looks like a white guy that failed up. Yeah. And yeah, an
1: amazing story that we don't hear enough of.
0: I know. See, I think that I think this is his instagram account because the 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 profile photo which is what i can see is i wonder if i follow him phil let me
1: <laughs> i'm gonna follow
0: him too <laughs> you follow him you do that let me know what it says i bet it's a lot of like q On stuff and like any vax. i don't know i don't want to make i don't want to cast aspersions on that guy I don't, i'm sure he's perfectly nice oh
1: guy. he also makes like backyard living, like, fancy sheds. Really? I want a fancy shed. Like, ones that are, like, backyard office spaces. Oh, wow. Like, very, very cool. Okay, right. So, he's doing great.
0: Ohad Eanbinder.
1: Yeah, he's... Ohad's nailing it.
0: Oh, good for Ohad. You know what?
1: Started up some new business. You know what? He did it right. I think if you're a one-hit wonder... The thing is, Ohad's probably not delusional. No. Which is the problem.
0: (laughs) The other guys, see, I think the thing is with the twins is they're in this like this echo chamber of the two of them just like, yeah, we're going to make it as mm-hmm. music as Ryan Dan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Dan. the world's just not ready yet for Ryan Dan.
1: <laughs> oh
0: god. Um yeah. And
1: whereas Ohad was like, well, that was fun. I'm gonna take this money that I made and invest it in creating products that I like. Yeah. Which was, you know, not the true artist's way, but I I respect him. I mean, I would kind of love
0: to have a business where I just made fancy sheds for people. Yeah. Like that sounds like a really fun job. Yeah, <laughs> and it sounds
1: and looks quite lucrative as well.
0: Oh, I'm sure it's like and he lives in Los Angeles too. He lives which in, is in like, Beverly
1: Hills, which is yeah. you know big money yeah
0: oh had reach out to us oh uh, if anybody knows oh had out there reach out we want to talk to <laughs>
1: i've tried following you at stink moan don't be alone yeah. me... <laughs> uh
0: yeah if you yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna get on instagram and find it to. um anyways. <laughs> well now that we've cyber this poor man <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: it's just like i just want to make sheds and forget that ever happened
0: yeah. Hey, that's a that was a dark time in my life. I was doing a lot of drugs.
1: <laughs> you can tell you know. from my face. I was doing a lot of drugs.
0: But uh yeah, I th- I think that he's yeah, anyways, what are we talking about. Anyways, oh yeah. So now we're to the most triumphant part of the music video. Now we get back up this 20 minute tangent. I yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> totally so much. The, yeah, this is the most triumphant point. It's where uh, the kid is playing basketball, and all of a sudden he jumps in the air. Everybody watches him. Like, the guys from B44 are amazed. Yeah. And he slam dunks this basketball. <laughs>
1: and uh, are <laughs> just... really spitefully as well. They're, like, oh. really furious about it.
0: That's the thing is that I love about this video is it starts out, you think they're singing a love song to a, a small boy. <laughs> but then as... This boy shows up where before four is, and seems to do everything. Yes, yeah, he looks. Like
1: they <laughs> want mad they, about this kid. They want to beat the shit
0: out of this kid. <laughs> like Oh Hi here is just like man, fuck this. <laughs> no, wait, wait, I don't. Remember. I hate it. Anyway, I honestly can't tell him apart. <laughs> yeah, like they start out singing this song, uh, seemingly to this little kid. Mm-hmm. And then as the video goes on, they just fucking hate this kid.
1: They hate him. They hate him so much. When he does the slam dunk, they genuinely look at him like, you piece of shit. How dare you slam dunk? This was supposed to be our music video. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're fuming. And then he's got this great purple hat on that I'm oh, yeah. jealous of. It's like a purple furry cowboy hat.
0: It's very much a pimp hat. Yes. And that's a weird choice.
1: <laughs> very strange choice for like Someone who is clearly a minor, but I appreciate it. I think it's fun. I I want that hat. That's I think you hard.
0: could pull off that hat. I think
1: I could too. I've got some yeah. furry slippers that are sort of the same kind of color and texture. I think I could wear it around the mm. house with them.
0: I mean, it's it's a nice house hat, but it's also a nice going out hat. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's a
1: nice uh, catching up with friends hat.
0: Yeah. You're just out there. You're saying, here's Simone. She's out in the big city. Look and at
1: me. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm kooky. <laughs> I'm wacky.
0: I will. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll set something on fire. I'll do oh, it. Yeah,
1: you, you don't know what you're gonna get in here. You don't know what you're get yeah. with this one, huh? huh?
0: Is it, it going to be a nice evening out with a friend, or is it, <laughs> so are we all going to jail?
1: Who knows? You got this hat on. Shows shows that I'm 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 a goof. I'm a gal.
0: <laughs> What's in the hat? Maybe it's a banana. Maybe it's, Maybe
1: it's a banana milkshake.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> banana milkshake, anyone? <laughs>
0: I would love if part of your personality is you just had a big hat that you flip off every once in a while and just drink banana milkshake <laughs> and just put it back on your head.
1: Like some kind what are those things called that, like runners and long distance cyclists have that are like backpacks full of water?
0: Oh yeah, camelbacks. Yeah,
1: but it was just like... A like pouch of banana <laughs> milkshake in a hat. I'd
0: be like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Simone is like, I don't think I know. She's a little banana milkshake yeah, lady. Oh, banana Simone. Milkshake.
1: oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah hard yeah, to yeah. Miss. She's
0: always got the banana. Hard to miss. What's up with those banana milkshakes? Like, she just loves her potassium.
1: <laughs> she likes a milkshake, but she doesn't like the fun of it being an actual milkshake. Uh-oh. She just likes <laughs> mashed up banana in it, which is disturbing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. Everything seems to have worked out for this kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, They have a very
1: weak dance routine in this.
0: Oh, it's extremely bad. The
1: choreography is (laughs) loosey-goosey. Dare I say, no real dancing in
0: it. It It's a lot of leaning. It's
1: a lot of leaning and jumping.
0: Which, if anybody knows anything about dancing, the key to good dancing is just planting your feet
1: solidly on the ground. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. keep them right there. Don't move your feet. Barely move your arms. Mm -hmm. Move your torso maybe too much. Yeah. I feel like
0: B44, they're selling the torso. Yeah. They're like, this is where the money is. Yeah, they're like, no
1: sleeves,
0: torso moving all around. What could we do that's going to make, like, you know, we got the tank top. People have seen that. We've got these weird vests, again, exposing the arms, but it's kind of a slightly different look will put on the, the football jerseys that kind of really gets the shoulder action going. I feel yes, like it really... Puka can...
1: shells that sort of draw the eyeline to the Correct. neck, which is attached to the torso.
0: Right, right. And honestly, the neck and the torso are not very well defined
1: mm-hmm.
0: because the necks are quite thick. Yeah. Uh, so the Puka shell does help to make that distinction. And yeah, the, you're, I should always be drawn to a Puka shell necklace because it is a red flag. Yeah,
1: always. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Catch on the necklace, you turn around and you walk away,
0: yeah <laughs> you know it's almost like thank you for putting that on, so oh. I know exactly from across the room,
1: oh exactly. what's happening it's, like, it's such a great way to just be like, Hey, I'm a bit of an asshole, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let I one here know without letting everyone know, you know,
0: yeah, exactly. It's a real thanks, but no thanks, yeah. You know, you can really...
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: You see it. (laughs) But the poor puka shell manufacturers... They're
1: like, oh, they're they're such nice shells. Uh,
0: uh, My son died diving for these puka shells. (laughs) How could you?
1: We wanted it to be something beautiful that represents the area of the world that we live in. And now just assholes wear them. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So all these women who are watching this young kid, there's a million, there's a bunch of women mm-hmm. behind a fence.
1: Adult women. Yes.
0: Adult women. Post-child like
1: women.
0: Yeah. No, these are, yeah, these are definitely adult women. They're wearing adult women clothes, makeup. I don't know what adult women clothes are. <laughs> <was a> weird... <laughs> they're clearly adults. They are wet for this kid.
1: Yeah. They, they are. <laughs> uniform, which is very uncomfortable to watch. It,
0: it is. I mean, like there's this one here. Who is just like, oh, if this fence wasn't in this way, I would fuck the shit out I of that know. kid. It's like,
1: this is like, this is this attitude is too much. But I guess we're supposed to be seeing it from the kids' perspective because it's fine for kids to look at adults and be like, nice. Right. But it's not okay for adults to look at kids and be like, nice, because then that's like, really bad.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's the official position of this podcast is that <laughs> it is bad to look that at I children in a sexual, sexual manner.
1: Sexualized children. Yeah, um, but kids sometimes sexualize adults.
0: But that's fine that's because fine because
1: they're kids that will eventually turn into adults. Yeah, and, and they're
0: that, just figuring shit out. Yeah, they're
1: just figuring shit out. It's very complicated. I feel like I'm gonna be misquoted. <laughs> <I'm> gonna <laughs> say something and then be like, "Oh no, it's gonna <laughs> come out like I'm like kids are horny for adults." I don't know. That's not. It's it's no. I, we've it's... all been there. We've all been kids and look. Yeah. Adult and been like, oh, they're nice. But it's like adults responsibilities to
0: understand. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, oh. no, he's figuring out like a 10 year old Simone Balshaw watching this video being like, I don't know why I want these men to move in nice and close. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: But I do. And someday I'm going to figure out what to do with these emotions. Yeah. And how to inflict them on consulting adult men. Yeah. Consultants. <laughs> <Not> consulting.
1: <laughs> on on <to> my consultants. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, so I have um, sexual feelings. What should I do with those?
1: <laughs> consultants. <laughs> Please tell me.
0: Just you in a boardroom with a bunch of men in uh-huh. suits, like, guys, we need to figure this out today. <laughs> I need to figure out my feelings that I don't understand yet. I have a woman's bodies and emotions. Let's put it together, guys.
1: (laughs) I still have the mind of a 10-year-old.
0: But, uh, yeah, so it's like he's figuring things out. That's fine. I feel like that you're giving too much credit to this, that it is we are looking through the eyes of the child. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's good these women are behind this fence because otherwise that child would have all his clothes ripped off. And
1: and it would just be bad. He'd probably be, like, end up having all these issues.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it is definitely problematic i imagine this child has some issues just from being in this video i right? mean yeah
1: i think i would have some issues if i ever came one-on-one with before four just being in that general hair being story. in the cloud
0: of their like, axe body spray
1: oh it would just be like i imagine there would be just a cloud surrounding them that would just purely be axe
0: or whatever the cheap clone was it dracar Noir back
1: then might have been <laughs> i mean i don't remember because it was like pre- puberty so boys weren't really spraying right well boys my age weren't really like spraying themselves with weird smells yeah
0: they just had normal weird boy smells
1: yeah they um, like poo
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um it <anyway.
1: laughs> <laughs> sucks to be you <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the last shot is this kid he's not only does he have the pimp hat now he's leaning on a sports car yeah. he's got a bright banana colored sports car yeah. <laughs> again Bringing it back to banana milkshakes, the national drink of Canada.
1: Yeah, our, na- our favorite national dish, the banana milkshake.
0: Oh, wait, no, this isn't how it ends. I forgot. It's uh, It goes out to, well, all the women rush yeah, him.
1: he gets rushed by a bunch of women.
0: They're touching on him. They want to touch his hat, which I guess is the other thing with, if you have a fuzzy hat.
1: Maybe like, they were just lusting after the hat.
0: Maybe that's it. Because you would be like that. You, you would like, see a kid walking with that hat and you'd be like, oh.
1: I want to touch that hat which yes. possibly you miscontrude. It's, oh, I don't want to touch that kid, but I don't yeah. want to touch any kid.
0: Oh, you're like, shit, I want to get down
1: <laughs> on that hat. Mm-hmm. I want to fill it up with a banana milkshake and put it on my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like you just across the street, rubbing your body. <laughs> just like, Oh, I want to fill that hat with a banana milkshake. Oh, <laughs> that
1: sounds so disturbing.
0: <laughs> you're the one who said it. <laughs> I know.
1: I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, um, banana milkshake will never be the same
0: <laughs> oh man so we've ruined banana milkshakes for, for so many people sorry group. canada
1: we've ruined them that's
0: all right banana flavored things are Weird.
1: disgusting
0: yeah so the boy he's gotten all the enjoyment out of the ViewMaster that he can he's like you know what rather than keep this magical portal into another world where i'm great at everything i'll just give it to this homeless man
1: which is nice it's nice. I think it is. Nice. I think it's like paying it forward. He got, but you know, he got what he wanted out of it. He didn't want to like overdo it. He didn't want to become like Gollum with the ring. He was like, let's let's keep this moving. Let's pass it forward. This guy needs this more than me. He needs to see what it feels like to be to beat B four at basketball. Um, to wear a nice hat.
0: Right. To go to the beach. To go to the beach. One of those great Canadian beaches. Yep. But, you know, this implies that, like, the homeless man's going to take it and then also have a similar adventure with B44 mm-hmm. in this magical land. And man, I want to see that video.
1: <laughs> I think I would be more comfortable watching the homeless man go through that than I was the child.
0: I, yeah, I definitely. I mean, you would be like, well, he's an adult man.
1: And it would be like a great success story. It would be. Because yeah. it would be like, he's you know had this really kind of obviously like had a bit of a hard go at it and now he gets to like start from the bottom and rise up and defeat before four right which they do and they do kind of look like villains maybe street fighter
0: oh yeah yeah that's good call yeah they very much look like you know when you play street fighter and if you but if two people pick the same character and then one is like off-colored.
1: Yeah. And it's like the evil version. It's the, like they're the version. off-color version yeah. of the character. <laughs> I think they do need to be defeated and I think they were.
0: Yeah. They were definitely defeated by life. Except for Ohab. Ohai? Uh,
1: is it? It's. I wrote it down. Ohad. Yeah. Ohad.
0: Ohad. Yeah. Ohad killing it. It's out there. Yeah. He's,
1: life. you know, making headphones, making personalized office space sheds. Like, yeah, he's doing great. I'm very happy for him. Yeah. I think him, he's man. the success story of out of all of these. I think he's the real, he's the real I winner here. I feel like here. he grew up. Yeah.
0: And I feel like Ryan and Dan take a page from Ohan's book. Ohan's book. Yeah. And just like kind of grow up a bit, man. You might yeah. maybe like, have something else to do with your
1: life. Find something. Yeah, exactly. Pick but, up a hobby. Um,
0: like, I feel like if they went down on someone, it would really like those frosted tips would really cut up your thighs.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would not be comfortable or enjoyable. No. Just everything no. about them does not scream a great time.
0: No, no. Yeah, they're really undercutting their message by their image. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same thing with Soul Decision, where like I was like into the song until I saw the members of Soul Decision. I was like, I'm not into these guys.
1: Yeah, if you listen to their music, without seeing their faces, you're like, yeah, this is, you know, it's kind of funky. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like I said, the lyrics are gibberish, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. gibberish in a way that's not like when you're listening to it, you're not like this isn't unpleasing.
0: Absolutely. It's it's like a perfectly great lab built pop song, which is all you really want out of a pop song. Oh, for it's sure. Like, but then it's like when well, I got to see these assholes sing it.
1: And then it's like, oh, <sighs> this is kind of taking me out of the moment. Yeah. yeah.
0: Any final thoughts on B44 or any of the other videos?
1: Um, no, I feel like we've gotten everything out that we need to say about before (laughs) four. And then some because we got to see where Ohad is now, which I think was the journey I I needed to be taken on.
0: It was nice. It feels like a real redemption story.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm proud of him. You know, he went from that, which was terrifying to like a successful entrepreneur, it seems.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, where they started felt unredeemable. Mm-hmm. And now you see, you
1: know, but I feel like the song itself has sort of redeemed it like it's aged well, provided you don't watch the music video. Yeah,
0: do not watch the music. Video. Do not well, watch the do music watch the music video, video for the show. But well, I mean, like definitely it watch
1: it so that you understand for context why you shouldn't watch it. Yeah, but also, listen to the song. It's uh, it's a hit. It slaps. It slaps, it bangs, it bops, it's great.
0: Yeah, awesome. Simone, thank you so much for this incredible insight into the world of Canadian pop music of the early aughts.
1: My pleasure.
0: At the turn of the millennium, what was going on in Canada? (laughs) Do you have any social media, anything you want to plug?
1: Yes, I am Butshaw on Instagram. (laughs) Um, I put a lot of pictures of my rats on there. Which is good.
0: I enjoy those rat pictures. I see yeah, them all.
1: Yeah, the they're nice. I I like my rats. I think they're really cute. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm Simone Bimone. That's S-I-M-O-N-E-B-I-M-O-N-E. And yeah, that's um that's all that's the those are the only places I am at the minute.
0: Right. But if the pandemic's over when you listen to this, find her live. I mean
1: Yeah, find I me mean, live. I'm uh... I
0: mean find her at a live comedy. Don't go to her house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't come to my house, please. Don't Prozac me um <laughs> don't come to my place of work don't none of that stuff please but yeah so hopefully when comedy is a thing that we can actually do again i'll be back doing live shows so yeah
0: thanks so much simone appreciate it this has been an amazing conversation <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you <laughs>